Lord on the Lord's Day. And thank you again for uh, your kindness and your prayer and your support. And we did enjoy um, the picnic there. Um, nice pig roast and it was amazing. Uh, I never grew up eating pork. In fact, there is no pigs in the land of Iran or in any countries in the Middle East. So it was <laughs> different for me. But, I, but it was good. It was good fellowship and good food. And um, in Iran, there's only one way of uh, singing happy birthday. But over here, I'm hearing a different perversion of it. <laughs> and so I, happy birthday to you. And um, I heard back in Australia, they say, only one will not do. Take Christ as your savior, then you will have two. So that's how I heard them. Uh, pastor sang different way. I'm like, wow, I've never heard that before. <laughs> so there are a lot of perversions now. <laughs> okay, so this morning, as Pastor mentioned, every missionary is different. They do present differently. And I'm going to have a different presentation today. And I uh, hope you'll enjoy uh, this presentation. So I've got PowerPoint here. If Silas uh, will turn that on, that would be great. It's about media since my main ministry is media. I, I can't go back to Iran uh, to reach Iranians, so I'm trying to get the gospel to Iran through media, and the Lord has blessed it so far. So media and the end times, it's so related. Uh, the Lord is using media in this end times. I believe that we live in, in the end time, and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to take his bride, is, it, it's at hand. He is so close. And uh, he's going to come back soon. So um, let's learn. Okay, Daniel. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. Um, it says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So this is a prophecy in Daniel's time about 2,500 years ago. God is telling Daniel that, uh, that in the end time, Many shall run to and fro, means transportation, um, and the knowledge shall be increased. And we see how knowledge has been increased, uh, especially last 100 years, um, especially last 10 years. Uh, imagine cell phones that we have, and uh, you can call, uh, you know, any person in the world, video call on WhatsApp, and different applications that you can use to, to see your your loved one, uh, like I called my mom and I can see her now. I used to uh, get a um, credit, uh, phone credit or something. I, was, I had to uh, dial operation operator to call my mom back in Iran. So I was talking to her over the phone. It was like uh, through operation. But now I can call her directly. I can see her. It's amazing. It, Ten years ago, you didn't have that. Knowledge is increasing uh, amazingly. So uh, the Bible talks about media and knowledge and technology a lot. So we're going to uh, look at a few of them. Prophecy of telecommunication. So God um, tells us about cell phones. Um, in the book of Job 38 verse 35, God is asking Job, Can thou send lightnings that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are. So it talks about lightnings. The lightnings can go 
and say, can, lightnings can speak. It's not you speaking, it, it lightnings. Um, that they may go and say unto thee, here we are. So you call your loved one, uh, and I call my mom, as I, as I mentioned, and my voice can go to Iran all the way from here, but to, through lightnings, that signal. My mom receives a signal, and she picks up the phone, and I say, hey, mom, hi, this is Michael. Here, here I am. You know, I'm talking to my mom once a month and through telephone, uh, uh, mobile cell phones. And so this is wonderful prophecy about the cell phones. And lightnings can go and speak unto thee. Here we are. And uh, so that's uh, tele telecommunications. But also there is prophecy of transportation, especially airplanes. Many shall run to and fro, that speaking of transportation. Uh, but specifically it talks about airplanes in the book of Isaiah chapter 60. That is in Isaiah, uh, about chapter 60 all the way to, to the end of uh, the book of Isaiah, it talks about, it goes from the rapture, it goes through seven years of tribulation and millennium and a second coming and millennium and uh, to the eternal state. But over here, it speaks about the coming of the children of Israel to their own land. So who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their window? Uh, so these are people, who are these? Referring to people that fly as a cloud. On the sky, and as the doves to their window, speaking of their land, like doves, they go to their window, to their nest. These people are going to fly in the end time. They're going to go as the doves, uh, like jumbo jets, airplanes, they look like doves, white, and uh, they're going to fly to their windows. Well, Isaiah in that time, 600 BC, um, uh, 700 BC, I would say, he, there was no term airplane back then. So he had to uh, come up with explanation that he saw these people flying as a cloud and as the doves to their window. Surely the isle shall wait for me and the ships of Tarshish first to bring thy sons from far. Uh, not only it uh, prophesies about the invention of airplane, but also it tells us that thy sons, that referring to Jews, they're going to be far away. They're going to come back to their own land. Well, in Isaiah's time, they were in the land. So this is referring to the end time that they're going to be far away from their home, which um, after 70 AD, uh, when Jerusalem was destroyed by General Titus and, and many Jews were expelled. They went to many countries. So they have been scattered for, for 2,000 years. So they're going to come back and their silver and their gold with them. That tells us the third prophecy is that they're going to have silver and gold. That means the Jews will be rich when they come back at the end time. And do you think that Jews are rich now? Uh, they are very rich and they have silver and gold. Uh, so they're going to go back to their own land by airplanes. So it's amazing how Bible tells us these uh, inventions of different um, technology. Prophecy of television. <laughs> television is... In the Bible too. Again, not that name like television, but the description tells us that it is TV. Uh, remember in Revelation 11, there are two witnesses. They're going to prophesy in seven years of tribulation and uh, they're going to be hated by people and by Antichrist and Antichrist will kill these two witnesses. 
And it says their dead bodies, these two witnesses, their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, which, where also our Lord was crucified. That's um, Jerusalem, obviously. And they of the people and kindreds and thongs and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. So how in the world... People from kindreds and tongues and nations all over the world. How can you from America see those two witnesses like 200 years ago? How could people see uh, two witnesses, their dead bodies laid on the streets of Jerusalem? Uh, it was impossible 200 years ago. But now you can. How? Through TV. Obviously, it refers to TV. People will see it. It doesn't... Uh, explain how, but they will see it. And that's TV, I believe, that people will see it. What happens around the world, the news spreads so fast. Like lately in Iran, um, they killed this young girl, 22 years old, Mahsa Amini, because she was not wearing her hijab properly. And they killed her, and people have been uprising against government. they shutting death to Ayatollah, dictator, murderer, and they want to overthrow the regime. And uh, the news is spreading. Everybody knows around the world what's happening in Iran. Even Mahsa's name is all over the, uh, the uh, news. And, and uh, the news spreads. And, and what happens in Iran, you can watch it here in America. Um, so let's move on. Why did knowledge increase in the last century? Uh, why is it that um, did we become smart in the last century, like today's people? Are we smarter than people in Isaiah's time, in Moses' time? Not so. In fact, we we getting more dumb and, <laughs> and uh, we're losing our brain. They don't help us. This technology doesn't help us to use our brain, like GPS. You don't, um, you just put your address on GPS and you don't do anything. You don't Use your brain. It does everything to your cell phone. So anyway, so we haven't become smarter in these last days. But why did knowledge increase in the last century? A lot of people now mock God and the Bible. I've seen picture of um, Moses holding two iPads, one on right hand, another one on left hand. They just mock God and mock Moses. Uh, they, uh, they think that, you know, Moses couldn't bring iPad, bring technology. God doesn't know anything. You know, we have iPads, we have computers and everything. Can God create uh, iPad? Oh, they, they, they mock Moses and they don't know that. They think that they are smarter. They are puffed up with knowledge. Uh, but it's not you that you have become smarter. It was the Lord. It said in, in the last, last, in the end time, the knowledge shall be increased. So God gave us the knowledge, and there is a reason. Why is the reason? What is the reason that God gave us increase of knowledge? And uh, Matthew 24, 14 tells us the reason. Jesus said this. He said, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So just before the end of the world... This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. He didn't say how, but he said it will be preached. Well, in many countries like Iran and Afghanistan, you can't go there as a missionary to preach the gospel. It's impossible. Uh, many countries, um, like about 70 countries, brother mentioned that they don't have Bibles. And so how do you preach 
to people where there is no Bible. I believe that Jesus referred to media. He said it will be preached. He didn't say how. He didn't say like the missionaries will go everywhere. Even he commanded going unto all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. But we have not been obeying Jesus. In fact, in the book of Acts, uh, you know, they didn't obey Jesus' commandment. And God brought persecution. And, in, and when persecution started, then in Acts chapter 8, you saw disperse of, um, uh, of Christians around the world. They went everywhere preaching the gospel. Now they obeyed God's commandment uh, by persecution. Uh, so anyway, he said it will be preached, obviously through media, I believe. Uh, it will be preached. So because of that, God gave us knowledge, in increase of knowledge, so we can have technology, so we can get this gospel to all the world, so that to fulfill God's plan. How the gospel is preached? Um, in many ways, like in the Bible, we read about Jesus Christ. He preached one-on-one -on -one evangelism. He reached... Uh, um, Samaritan woman at the well was. He went uh, by his plan. He knew that there is somebody there who needs to be saved, and he went. He he needs to be. He needs to go through Samaria. Uh, Bible says so. He wanted to go there. Sometimes people came to him, like Nicodemus. He didn't go. Nicodemus came to Jesus, and Jesus led him to the Lord to Himself. Um, so one-on-one -on -one evangelism, and then evangelizing the multitude. Uh, on the mountain, Jesus preached a thousand. By a seashore, he got uh, Simon Peter's boat, and he preached from the shore to thousands of people. And in the temple and synagogues, you read about Jesus Christ going to the temple and synagogues, he pre preaching the uh, you know, gospel, teaching people. At the marriage in Cana, he revealed his glory, that people will see that he is the Messiah, doing that miracle. So you see, any opportunity he was um, having, he was just taking the opportunity to teach and to preach. One-on-one, uh, -on -one, multi multitude, evangelizing the multitude, on the mountain, seashore, temple, synagogues, and at the marriage. And so one-on-one -on -one evangelism, evangelizing the multitude, and evangelizing through media. We read in Matthew 24, verse 14, that Jesus said, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. It refers to media, I believe. And uh, God is using media in these last days. And a lot of people, uh, even uh, though those countries have banned the Bible and, and uh, destroyed churches like Iran, Ayatollah, when he came to power in Iran, when he took over the country, overthrew the regime of Shah, and he, he shut down churches, he burned the built church buildings, and he, he uh, persecuted Christians, hung them to be a public uh, lesson to all people not to convert to Christianity. So he stopped. Uh, but through media, uh, a lot of people in Iran have come to Christ. In fact, um, if you search online, Iran is fastest, fastest church-growing country in the world Many people are coming to Christ in Iran with no pastors, no missionaries, no churches. And it's unbelievable. God is using media in Iran. Many people are coming to Christ uh, in Iran. So um, look at this chart. Uh, population of the world from Jesus' time, 
from first AD, like there's no first AD, but from Jesus' time to, sorry, I don't know what happened to this. Um, okay, let's go back. Okay, over here. From Jesus' time to today, um, let me see if, okay, this doesn't play. Can you, this is like a video, can you play this, a short video? Now go back. Yeah, just play that, please, for me. So you see, in Jesus' time, the population was about 175 million, 175, 78 million. It was, and you see the population will increase. So when Jesus said, go on to all the world and preach the gospel, he referred to 175 million people. He said, go to those 175 million and preach the gospel. And he said, harvest is plenteous and laborers are few. 175 million people, Jesus said, it's plenteous. Imagine now we have almost 8 billion and it's, it's great. And uh, so you see population is increasing by... 1,000, it's over 1.5 billion. So you see when it gets to 1,900, it goes up. It changes. Not only in the last day, in end time, the knowledge shall be increased, but also population of the world is increasing these last days. And um, if you go to... Yeah, this one, this chart... You see, in 1950, it, over here it comes from Jesus' time. It was like very horizontal. It was, it, the growth wasn't high. But when it gets to 1950, it goes up like vertically. It's unbelievably, it, it's been increasing. Uh, knowledge has been increased, but also population. And there is a reason. The reason is that Jesus is coming back. He wants to reap harvest to his kingdom. Uh, it, it started with, uh, uh, with Jews in 1948 when they came back to their own land and Israel became a nation officially. And after that, that was like the first um, sign of the end time. First sign is, you know, there are so many prophecies in the Old Testament. He said, I will gather my people from north, from south, from east and west, and will bring them to their own land. There are so many prophecies all over in the Old Testament. Uh, that's, that refers to end time. So uh, that's God's, Israel is God's clock. When Israel came back to their own land, that means end time began. And after that, so many prophecies uh, has been fulfilled and it's been fulfilling again. Like Ezekiel 38, Russia with Persia and uh, Turkey and those countries, they're going to come against Israel in the end time, in seven years of tribulation to destroy Israel. It's been happening right now. Just a month ago, uh, President of Russia and Iran and Turkey, those three countries uh, met just a month ago. I'm like, why did they meet? Well, uh, they are allies now. They have an agenda. What, they, what are they going to do? They're going to come against Israel eventually in the seven years of tribulation to destroy Israel. That's what they're going to do. And you see Russia is all over the news now. And that's... Russia is going to be in seven years of tribulation. They're going to come against Israel to destroy it. So we see that we are very close to the end time, to the coming of Jesus Christ. And uh, Iran and Russia, they built a military base in, 
in Syria just a few years ago, like three, four years ago. And in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39, it, it, it says, Thou shalt come from north upon the land of Israel. Thou shalt come from north, north of Israel. Um, where is north of Israel? That's Syria. And it exactly tells us the location where this army, Russia with Persia and Turkey, they're going to come against Israel from north. And Israel, um, Russia, Russia and Iran, they have military base today in Syria. And they have that um, agenda, they want to come against Israel. That's why we are so close. That, that can take place anytime soon. And in fact, um, they say that Iran will, will uh, reach that um, uranium enrichment within two years. And uh, if they get that uranium, that uh, nuclear they're going to destroy Israel because according to Hadith and a tradition of uh, Shia religion, especially Islam, uh, the Mahdi, 12 Mahdi, which is the savior of Islam, will not come until the Muslims will destroy Israel. So they encourage Muslims to destroy Israel. So the savior of the world, Mahdi, 12 Mahdi, come back to bring peace and justice. They have false Christ called Mahdi, who doesn't even exist. They believe that he's going to come back. He was born and he was ascended up to heaven as soon as he was born. And he's going to come back to bring peace and justice to, to this world. He's going to destroy the cross. And he's going to tell Christians that you are worshipping idols. Uh, Jesus was never a Christian. He was a Muslim. And uh, so he's going to bring justice and peace. And uh, they try to bring Mahdi, the 12th Mahdi, the Savior, by destroying Israel. So they, they've been investing billions of dollars to, to get that, that nukes to come against Israel. So we live in end time, uh, definitely. Population has been increased. The knowledge has been increased. Why? So that many people have been, uh, could be saved. Um, and uh, Jesus, you know, in Romans 11, we read that um, uh, when the fullness of Gentiles shall come in, then all Israel shall be saved. Fullness of Gentiles. That refers to the number, the fullness, like the number of people that will be saved from Gentiles. Um, so God has a number. Why? Because the third part of angels fell uh, in heaven. So God is a king. He's got a kingdom. He's got angels and, you know, army. And his army has shrank a little bit. And he wants to fill that number again, probably through people from Gentiles. And um, so the Bible doesn't say it so, but uh, that's why I assume. And as soon as he got that number, the fullness of Gentiles, then Israel uh, will be saved when Jesus comes back. Um, so he wants to reap many souls, uh, harvest in the last days through technology. So TV, evangelizing through media. TV is the main one that you can use to get the gospel to, to people. And we... We use Iran Alive Ministries based in Texas, and um, I record messages in Georgia, in At Atlanta. I travel there, uh, and we record messages there. And from there, they transfer these video files to satellite station, which is in Texas. And from there, we air the programs into Iran, and people in Iran can hear the gospel and get saved. And the Lord has been using it. People have come to Christ. Uh, I'm going to play a video which is story of a young girl, Padina, Padina and her mom. Um, this is their story that they got saved through Iran Alive Ministries. Uh, let's watch this video. 
Hopelessness and despair, these are the words that best describe the current situation in Iran. As a result, Iran has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. Hi, my name is Hormoz Shariat and I'm the president of Iran Alive Ministries. What you're about to see is an actual story that happened here during a broadcast at Iran Alive. This is a story of a life transformed by the power of the gospel. و حتی مثلا از سن 4 پنج سالگی شروع کردم نماز رو یاد گرفتن و مثلا قبل از اینکه وارد مدرسه بشم سوره های قرآن رو حفظ میکردم دین هستن اینا خیلی شستشون مغزی ما رو میکردن و اگرم یه همچین چیزی میشنیدم خوشحال میشه ولی همیشه به ما میگفتن حتی اگر یه مسیحی رو بکشیم وارد بهشت میشیم و برای همین بیشتر تلاش میکردم که قانونای مذهب رو دقیق تر انجام بدم فکر میکردم وضوع اشتباه گرفتم دوباره هی میرفتم وضوع میگرفتم شاید این مثلا برای یه نماز ده بار تکرار میشد که من میرفتم وضوع میگرفتم و برمیگشتم و مریضی روحی هم که گرفتم افسردهی وحشتناکم بودم احساس کردم که هیچ وقت به خدا نرسیدم و مامانم تو حالت مرگ بود خیلی هم وابسته بودم به مامانم و گفتم که من خودم رو میکشم اگه اجازه ندید تو خونه این کار بکنم بیرون از خونه خود کشم تو جوونی تو آینده و گفتم باشه اگر دوست داری با هم خودکشی کنی Brothers and sisters, I'm with you tonight. The Lord has a special message for you tonight. If you're hopeless, if you're oppressed, if you're planning to commit suicide, the Lord says stop. He has a hope and a future for you. If you're planning to kill yourself, stop and call me. و برای نیم ساعت با کشورم صحبت کرد. کاری که کردم انجام میدم و اگر تو بخوای پشیمون بشی، من خودم تنها این کار میکنم. وقتی که رفتم توی اتاق دیدم مامانم داره دایی تو برام میکنه و خیلی عصبانی شدم به من ندیان نه چرا ایش میگوه نمیخوام باش حرف بزنم بلانیدی نمیخوام قد کن بینم چی داره چون آفردینم نمیخوام نیلش بازی نمیخوام When I talked to her, she was cold, she was fighting, and she told me very proudly, I'm going to kill myself, and your Jesus cannot do anything for me. After about an hour of argument with her, uh, and I couldn't change her mind. I'm 
You said it yourself. Allah has done nothing for you. Give Jesus just one chance. You can always kill yourself next week. وقتی که این فکر اومد توی سرم گفتم این بهترین راهی که یه بار دیگه تا آخرین لحظه مرگم به الله خدمت کنم. She was thinking, okay, I pray and next week this time Jesus had not done anything for me. I call uh, live on the air and I tell everybody, look, I tried Jesus for a week and nothing has changed and I'm going to kill myself tonight and I would do it on the air. و بعد از یک هفته که خودکشی میکنم حد اقلش اینه که وقتی به حضور خدا میرم میگم آخرین کارم هم برای تو انجام دادم فردا صبحش که از خواب بیدار شدم ساعت به بحث نیمه شب بود که از خواب بیدار شدم دیدم و دیدم که مامانم خیلی راحت داره تو خونه راه میره و دیگه اونطوری نیست که تعادل نداشته باشه یا دستش رو جایی بگیره گفتم ما باید سریع بریم بیمارستان و وقتی که جواب رو سریع گرفتیم دکتر گفتش که فقط میتونم بگم یه موجزه شده چون هیچ اثری از بیماری ام اس نیست چجوری میشه شما خودتون گفتین که اینشون ترمینال بودش میمون یه موجزه است و به یه امام دعا کردیم شما کجا نشون دادیم خانم این شبیه یک موجزه است این یک موجزه است ما اصلا به هیچ امامی دعا نکردیم That's nearly 15,000 brand new believers in Christ. This is during pandemic last year in 2021 uh, because many people uh, stayed home. It was locked down. They couldn't go to work. And uh, as a result, they watched TV and they were able to find this Christian channel, Iran Alive Ministries, and, and they watched and many have come to Christ in one year, 15,000. So the Lord is using media for sure. And I don't know how many of those people saw my message and got saved through that. I, I don't know it, but we'll find that in heaven. Um, so through TV and then radio, we also get the gospel through radio in Iran. There's a radio station in Oregon and they're called Mojde Radio, means good news radio. And they, they air my programs through radio. 
And then YouTube is something that you can use. I have a YouTube channel that um, I upload uh, gospel messages and also exposing the errors of Quran. And, and um, so I have this video like big, uh, the major errors in the Quran. And uh, you see there are 22,000 views. It's over 30,000 now. And there are so many dislikes, obviously. People don't like to hear the mistakes in the Quran. But this is, oh, I don't know what happened. This next one, why I became a Christian. Um, and sometimes I, uh, I don't check the comments a lot, but sometimes I, I check it and see what's happening. And I saw this, somebody, somebody, a viewer said, I have become a Christian because of your preaching. I used to be a Muslim. I'm like, wow. I don't even know who this person is, where he lives. Is he in Iran or other country? I don't know. But people have been watching and they're getting saved. And, and uh, uh, so many of them, obviously, they don't write comments, but some do. And I, I've seen just uh, accidentally, I saw this comment. I was so encouraged to see that. Uh, TV, radio, YouTube, and then website. Um, we designed the website uh, last, uh, last year when Taliban took, took over the country of Afghanistan and uh, Besharatangil.com. We reaching Kabul through um, Google Ad. So we pay money to Google Ad and, and uh, so we uploaded gospel presentation there as video and also PDF formats. We have our contact number there, WhatsApp and Telegram number, so that people can call us. And um, so in, a, in Kabul specifically, we advertise this in Kabul. And people have been viewing this, and they've been contacting us all the time. Uh, but when Taliban took over the country of Afghanistan, uh, many people were calling me. And uh, they wanted to learn about Christianity and they were sick of this Islam and Taliban taking over and destruction that came to their country. And uh, I was able to have a Bible study for eight Afghanis once. So I asked them to join my Skype class. So he, they did. So I was able to teach them over Skype. And uh, I'm going to tell you a story of one man. He, um, Ali Reza was his name. Ali Reza said that he said... Um, he was working for an internet company, and um, one day he said he went to work, and he found an English Bible, English Bible in a box. And he knew that that belonged to American soldiers, one of the American soldiers, because Americans were um, partnering with that internet company. They were working together over a project. Uh, but then when Taliban took over, Americans left the country, he knew, and somebody, one of the soldiers, left his Bible there in the box. And uh, so he got the Bible, and he took it home, and he started reading it. And after reading the Bible, he realized that this is different. You know, Jesus uh, teaches differently. And as he was going to mosque as a habit to pray, and he started to tell the other Muslim friends about uh, the Bible, what Jesus taught, he said, you know, this is what Jesus said, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully persecute you, and stuff like that. He, he started telling them about the message of the Bible, and they got angry, and they said, have you become a Christian? Why do you read the Bible, and uh, where did you learn this, you know, Bible message and everything? And they got angry, and he was so shocked. He said, why are you getting angry? Uh, don't you believe in Jesus? Is he, is he not our prophet? And, 
And they said, no, you have no right to come back to this mosque anymore. Get out of this town. Um, so he was not able to go back to mosque. He was disappointed that he can't pray anymore. I'm like, don't be disappointed. I'm so glad that you don't have to go to mosque anymore to pray to a false god. <laughs> Didn't tell him. He said he's been reading the Bible since then. And he wants to become a Christian, but he said, I don't know how to become a Christian. What to do to become a Christian? I'm like, I can tell you how to become a Christian. So I explained the gospel to those eight people, and Ali Reza was among them. So I went through six different lessons with them, and Ali Reza and others, all eight of them, prayed and received Jesus as their Savior. I'm like, wow, this is, this is an amazing story, uh, how uh, God is uh, seeking and saving souls uh, that are lost. You know, this man, he found the Bible and he started reading it. He was kind of, God was speaking to him, to his heart. And I'm just marveled about that American soldier being um, on duty, reading his, his Bible. He was faithful to read his Bible on duty at work. Uh, and uh, not, not a safe place in Afghanistan, but he was faithful and he has no idea. He's probably back in America. I don't know where he is. But he doesn't even know that through his faithfulness of reading the Bible, somebody in Afghanistan got saved. And he, probably, he was probably so disappointed that he lost his Bible, probably, <laughs> not knowing that somebody has been saved through his Bible. <laughs> I love my Bible. I don't want to lose this. I have, I have this since my salvation for 13 years. I don't want to change my I don't want a new Bible. Don't give me a new Bible. I'm happy with my first Bible. Uh, so, but anyway, thank God for... Uh, American soldier who led somebody to the Lord not, without realizing it. So, yeah, website, you can use it. Then, uh, Bible college. I, since my salvation, I went to Bible college after salvation, and I, I was growing uh, in my faith, and I loved college. I'm like, man, this is what all Iranians need. They need to learn the Bible. And uh, I had burden to, to establish a Bible college. And, and last year... A friend of mine in, uh, in, in Falls Baptist Church, he helped me to develop Besharat Bible College. And I have uploaded five different courses. So I'm going to uh, develop more. I have been uh, translating about seven, eight different curriculums from English into Farsi. We are almost at the end of it. We try to edit it, finish it. And then I have to uh, video them in studio, which is going to be challenging to travel to Georgia from Wisconsin to tape these videos and upload them on, on the website. Uh, it'll be like hundreds of messages, different lessons and courses. So um, pray about uh, studio. We we, the Lord just provided us a home in Wisconsin, a house, and we have a basement. So I've been praying about turning the basement into a studio, home studio, so we can record messages there to upload them on on the, the Bible college and also, um, you know, transfer those videos to, to um, the Christian channel in Texas so I don't have to travel to Georgia all the time. To, so pray about that, that the Lord would enable us to provide us a budget to, uh, to have home studio. Uh, so I'm going to finish quickly. Um, TV, radio, YouTube, website, and social media. Um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like growing up in Iran, I never heard in my life that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Never heard it. Even once, never heard it. Because now these days, having social media, Facebook, and all kinds of different 
tools that we have in Iran. Uh, people are, uh, sometimes I go to my Facebook, I don't check them much. I don't spend time on Facebook at all, but sometimes, maybe once a week, I check my Facebook and, and to see what's going on. And, and I see these people in, in Iran, they share these Bible verses, like, for God so loved the world, John 3.16. And um, I see these people sharing Bible verses all over social media. I'm like, wow, this is Iran. People are sharing this God's word in Iran. I never heard the gospel, but now in Iran, because of the social media, I think everybody heard the gospel, probably everybody in Iran, because of social media. So because of this increase of knowledge, God has given us increase of knowledge, and we have media and different tools. Gospel is going around the world. And, and many countries, people who have, who have no food to eat, they have their cell phones, right? They have their cell phones, and they... They can access to the gospel in their cell phones everywhere. So God is using the media in the, these last days, and people are coming to Christ uh, amazingly. And uh, we don't know how many people are getting saved, uh, but we'll find that in heaven. We'll be so encouraged that God used media in this end time. So we're running out of time, so we're going to uh, stop there and close in prayer. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for using media in this end time to to reach many